the host that we will forever refer to as Slimson, as he is now an official Ronin with his Ronin hair and his Ronin top knot and his Ronin spirit. Welcome to the Paper Cake Podcast, episode 257. Welcome to the show, papercake.com, where three people that know each other in real life and the internet barely get together to talk about a book club that they read that week. This week they went back to the 90s. X-Men 2099. And then we read your letters live to tape to close out the show hopefully not a 30 minute segment you know there's there's been whispers of rocket league this evening whispers whispers not too loud not not so loud that our wives could hear if they're in the same room and jonesy's talking in code because she's in the same room we have three living hosts Jonesy frantically, eyes <laughs> darting left to right. We have uh, three living hosts. Uh, one, we had a fourth host, but God rest his soul, he's dead. Mm. Uh, we get together every week with these same living hosts. One of them is, he runs the show. He's the VP of the show. You know, he's on Facebook Live answering Q&As. You know, he's on that. And you can bet your britches that every one of you uh, Facebook followers get a notification that I'm live, even though you're not asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a Slack channel that Dale is not VP of. Maybe he's like chief yeah. chief operating officer of the, of the Paper Keg Slack, unofficial, unofficial, official. <laughs> uh, which which I might remind you, I think the default notification setting of of Slack is. Every time someone types, you get a push notification <laughs> on your device. Not sure why that's the default. Uh, I, for one, welcome getting interrupted 30 to 40 times uh, during a meeting with my watch just pushing me that Jim Lind is typing. Jim Lind is typing. <laughs> Jim Lind is typing. Can we get some T-shirts made that say Jim Lind is typing? <laughs> Dale, okay, is there budget for that? Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll contact our rep at over at uh, Custom Inc. and uh, we'll, we'll start to get the ball rolling on a limited edition. Uh, you Patreon backers get uh, first dibs on you know special color, variant <laughs> color. <laughs> uh, final living host. He uh, he's a writer. So right off the bat, if you're new to this show. You, you're within the three minute thirty second mark. You're you're like wondering what the cred is of these guys. What's the cred for this show? Right. Oh, there's a writer. I'm in. Sure, yeah. he's been unpublished. I mean, for years. Let's let's be real with the listeners. Not a writer by trade, uh, nor even by minimum effort. 
you know, I've scrawled a, a number on a bar napkin one time. So that mm. does qualify me as a writer of words slash numbers. Does the uh, Jonesy Loves Beer newsletter still happen on Patreon? No, we uh, we took away tears. You know, there's no more tears. So, <laughs> I mean, very fitting. And let me tell you, by the amount of likes I would get on those, there really is no more tears shed for that newsletter oh going away to do heavens. Good Lord. Uh, we have, uh, can I can I be frank with both of you? We got a big show this week. I mean, a steamroller of a show. S- steamroller of a show. X-Men 2099. Where were you at, you know, 1993, slogging through issue one of X-Men 2099? Mm. Yeah, I feel Let like alone... I started issue one in 93, and I'm still working on it. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Let alone issues one through nine of a, of a volume one. You know, let's pull the curtain, the kimono back. There was a lot of trepidation last night on our iMessage chats, our G chats. You know, we weren't sure if one host was going to finish it in time. We weren't sure if we were doing issues one through three, issues one through nine. A lot of last minute, you know, the, the buzzer is about to hit. This The shot clock's going down, mm-hmm. and we have to see who's going to make the shot. That's what it came down to. And we all made it. Yeah. Full court press. Right, yeah, we did. And we didn't want anybody getting jammed up. We needed complete honesty <laughs> in this circle of trust. Uh, we didn't need jamming. Nobody's going to jam each other. And so <laughs> luckily... Good, I mean, that's an inside comment in and of itself. Jonesy put... We're going to... I mean, the kimono's in the trash can. Jonesy <laughs> kimonos put out the text message at like 9.30. Just, uh... He said, uh, no, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Dale, are you going to finish this? <laughs> I don't want to have to read issues one through nine if you guys are just going to jam me up and say we're not going to do it the, the next day. That was some brutal honesty from Jonesy. He said the word jam about five times in one message. Yeah, he was like, don't uh, jam me up. Uh, you know, look, he was like the DJ from uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, using that word so many times. <laughs> I just didn't want to be in a position where I read all nine issues and then I get the text three o'clock the, the day of recording, you know, let's beg off another day that I've read nine <laughs> issues of this book. I've got a pack. You know what I mean? I'm up against the wire. If we're trying for like a Thursday recording while I'm on an airplane, trying to get a sat phone to give me signals so I can sat call in. Phone. Oh my word. You know, nobody, j- nobody jammed me. Nobody jammed me at all. No jamming happened. I do. I did feel bad. I did say the word jam at least, I don't know, 70 or 80 times. In mm-hmm. the text message window, yeah. so I apologize for saying jam. I mean, you, you had to get it out there. You had to express yourself, and it was uh, the only way. It, you know, you had to be sure because you're on a tight schedule, super tight. Right. You know, I fly thir- I have to leave my house Thursday three a.m. Oh my god, what is this? Jeez, well, and then you know take- that same oh day god. I'll be in a rehearsal dinner, which I'm excited for. But it's gonna be like there was exactly zero wiggle room. You're taking these kids. For, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're oh, taking the kids. Yeah, good luck. Actually, what I didn't realize was just pretty neat. Uh, my younger son counts as a carry-on. He's a personal item because <laughs> he's under two, under two years old. I wonder yeah. how many people are going to be on that flight at three a.m. I guess maybe you're hoping not a lot. Uh, yeah, that's the plan. But we have a layover in Vegas, oh. so oh, I might put a hundred on black and see what happens. Chances, yeah. that's you're your father. You have two kids. You might not. You <laughs> might not you make it. Stay with your family. You might not ba- <laughs> make not. it back to the airport terminal for your, for your second flight. <laughs> Luckily, in Vegas, I don't know if you know they have gambling in the airport, right. so I won't have to go very far. Chances, my I mean, 
I'm just gonna go ahead and apologize in advance to your wife right now. <laughs> just gonna send her, listening. send she's her a text the under the uh, under. Hey, listen, we just heard she can hear us. We're so sorry. <laughs> she's got the paper cup on the other yeah. side of that wall that Jonesy's on, listening to see what he's saying. You know, we're having fun right now. Yeah. But it's time to get into the book club. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's what the people want. The people demanded. Uh, next week, should we throw it out there? It's up in the air. We don't know what's happening next week. Yeah, you're, yeah. Before we get into the book club, real quick, X Men twenty ninety nine, part of the twenty nine nine eighty imprint. Uh, next week is going to be as slim said up in the air. I don't, I don't know if there's much more to say about that. But I, and my need to coddle, I didn't just want to leave it on that note. Uh, there's some scheduling issues, people flying in, people flying out. So there might be a show, there might be a half a show, there might not be a numbered show. There might be just Rocket League in lieu of a show. So if you want to watch us on Twitch. I mean, that's that's the dream right Can there. you imagine, let's, if we, it would be the silliest episode ever, but we Twitched us playing Rocket League for an hour, and then we exported the audio, and then we uploaded the audio of us playing Twitch to the feed. Oh, man. Mm. I mean, yeah, that would you, be just the you said the word silly, silliest thing ever. But you know, you just gibberish. got a biological rise out of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> In the biblical sense, it, Jonesy, it's, he's drinking a monster right now. He can't respond. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy's snorting cocaine at midnight <laughs> right now, trying to stay awake. Three a.m. is just right around the corner. Yeah, I got to be, be in crazy early tomorrow for somebody's day. Tomorrow, I don't. I you know, what's, what's I, I, I don't want to use some you know redacted terminology, but somebody I won't say who is involved with a company that's doing very well today. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> took me a while to figure out what was going on <laughs> right now. Somebody's day. <laughs> somebody, you know, I just had to burn tea leaves day. next to me to try to read into whatever you were saying. I don't want to, by association, give away, you know, redacted, redacted, redacted. Are we talking about me? Yeah. I mean, I mentioned who I work for, disclaimer, on the show. But disclaimer, you know, if, if I'm helping you out with your day, oh, I you see. could, you could, I could see. be, you know, construed right. what I do yeah. for a living, which is, you Because know, even then, definitely secret. make the comment as to not allow people to make the connection. You know, that probably would have been the easiest thing to do is not even... <laughs> put this gobbledygook out there but you know speaking speaking of gobbledygook let's get into the book club x-men 2099 1993 comic book loins ablaze jonesy set the stage so it's 1993 your loins cooled for now until you hear about all your favorite titles are jumping you know a hundred years in the future per se, roundabout. In this case, like 16, but whatever. All your favorite characters, gone. Legend, not even a little bit alive. And what you have is the, not the ancestors, the current books would be the ancestors, the progeny, if you will, of all your favorite titles, the first of which the flagship title, X-Men 2099. You know, uh, we are, we've already had, I believe, uh, Days of Future Past at this point. You know, we've had a glimpse into what the future looks like, and it ain't pretty, you know? So now we have the bridge years. You know, what does the future look like? What did it look like uh, 
you know, getting to that Age of Apocalypse point. And I'm not talking about the unfortunate film that was just released, but I'm talking about the series of comics also in the 1990s. And we get an introductory team of X-Men that is nothing like that's what's come before, except for Mean Streak, who just looks like Gambit, and he can run really fast, let's be honest with each other, before we get started down this road. So this spiritual leader that lives in this post-apocalyptic Earth, you know, this uh, post-A-USA, if you will, he uh, gathers together a team of mutants, calls them the X-Men, and under in honor of Charles Xavier's dream and uh, they go about, you know, fighting for mutant rights. The first uh, arc is the uh, classic team is already established, but let's get a new member in. So you, the reader, are also this new member. And then the next issues introduce kind of like the Alchemax, uh, which is if Spider-Man 2099 fans, you know, Alchemax was the evil corporation he was up against and kind of gives you background on the, what the corporate wars were. Um, delightfully spread some seeds in about the Lawless, which are the predecessor team uh, to these X-Men. And finally wraps up with, um, which is actually a pretty great cliffhanger about the, the identity and the prowess of um, Zion, the leader of these X-Men. You know, their Professor X. So X-Men uh, 2099, you know, all your X-Men are legends. They're gone. And can this new team band together and once again make the world safe for mutant kind mm. in 2099? Mm. Mm. The year 2099, you know? Mm. Mm. AD, after doom. Mm. So I guess 1993 <laughs> me... Uh, you know, I just I started drinking. I just turned 21 in 1993. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I guess looking back, right? X X Men 2999's greatest compliment is also its biggest, like the biggest complaint is the fact that it's not related to X Men at all. Mm. Right. Um, now, 1993 me, Mean Streak was not a, a descendant of Gambit, and there was no mention of Gambit in the book. I was angry about that, but I will always have a grudge against X-Men 2099 because after the gorgeous start of the Joe Jusco Marvel Masterpieces Volume 1, or Series 1, Series 2 Marvel Masterpieces insisted that all of the holographic cards be X-Men 2099 cards. And that was the worst for me because after like the holographic and the die cut, like beautiful masterpiece series one cards with like Captain America and Red Skull and Venom and Spider-Man and these like reliefed beautiful cards, all we're going to get in this, in Marvel Masterpieces volume two, series two is... X-Men 2099 cards? I will never See, forgive any Marvel or X-Men 2099 for that. So you have a long-standing grudge long standing. against any team members uh, like Skullfire or Dale, if you have a Blood prepared Hawk. statement, I think it's 
I think it's appropriate that you read it now. Now, if you have some kind of, this is how I felt for 20 years. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, um, get it off your chest, brother. And that's how I, I mean, that's, this is how I feel even after reading it. But X-Men 2099 on its own is a pretty decent superhero team for 1993. It could, I think it could stand on it. I don't. I may not be giving it such a high compliment, but it could stand on its own as an image launch title or anything <laughs> else of that time. Like I just like the fact that they tried to give it the X Men name may have done it a disservice, but it also lasted for thirty five issues, so it probably wasn't that bad. Could three have them three years, cool like Wild Stalkers. Or yeah. why not the Lawless? I thought that the was lawless. the great name that they well, missed opportunity. You should have called this the Lawless twenty ninety nine, like Blood Lawless. Like it was good. <laughs> it was weird that there was no call Straight to any lawless Marvel X. Marvel universe whatsoever. So it was. Lawless it felt like an acronym. It felt like it's, it was a standalone book in that sense. Like it, it could have been on its own different imprint. Really, so, it's such an odd comment to make, but you're absolutely right that it could have been a an image title an image launch title it actually felt more like an image book than a marvel book it did and so no <laughs> x-men characters there's an asian professor x essentially zion I was, wink i kept zion, calling him wink i thought his name was so strange i mean even for i mean not zian chi zan but it's all x's so you have to kind of figure out on professor your own professor x huh <laughs> I, I get it. I read the name as Zion, like which makes more sense. Zionist, you know, Zion Chi Zan. Yeah, but I mean, as a as a how old was I? Nineteen ninety three, ten years old. I'm not figuring that out. Here's this ex guy, right? Who's maybe a bad guy? I don't know. But I did the the writing. I felt like wasn't nineties ish, or it could have been a lot worse. You know, with like uh, be, maybe because it was nineties but taking place 100 years in the future. So he kind of had to like figure things out. There were kind of like weird words that was a little too upscale for for 1993. Like I think I saw the word enmity mm-hmm. maybe 10 times. <laughs> they were talking about Zian Chi Zan and the guy that rode the horse that was like Longmire's arch, arch nemesis. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, was that Victor Ten Eagles? Probably the no, best name the, in comic book uh, history. Syringe or Singe, oh, whatever that guy's name was. And uh, I don't know. I can't remember. I I don't know if I liked this when I was younger. I love the covers. I love the covers. I have. I remember these covers like at the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. But the insides, I was like, I don't remember this. I must not have liked this because generally I could like. I've memorized all panels for those books when I was younger. So, like, if I turn the page, I'd be like, oh, I remember this. I remember what I was doing when I read this. I couldn't, like, place barely anything. And I remember, I think this was late in the 2099 series. It was, yeah. So, I think I was cool with Spider-Man. And I think that was it. Love his little cape. I And I, what, spoilers, I did a little bit of long box noodling and uh, pulled out my single issues and uh, in the back of the, the letters pages in the back of the first couple issues they were like you demanded it and we finally listened after you know Spider-Man has was out in the, probably the tens 
of issues at that point, and there were there was like Ravager twenty ninety nine that was that had been out. So they twenty ninety nine A D were introduced like four different types of characters, and none of them became comic books. <laughs> yeah, like Fantastic Four, Daredevil, Hulk, and you know, and the rest. I like I don't remember it reading it as a kid because as as soon as like I remember all the covers and I bought them of course like and a lot of them were holographic or whatever but the fact that it had nothing to do with the X-Men or Marvel at the time I would have been miffed I would have never given it the time of day I think that's probably why I didn't read them I mean I didn't get I didn't even get Wolverine you, right. you're a kid read X-Men how dare you make a new X-Men series and not have just put a decrepit Wolverine in there somewhere. Yeah, like I a skeleton. Kept, I kept waiting for Patch to show up. You know what I mean? At some point, there should have been Patch. There was. There was actually. A, if I can just interject, I know it's not quite the same, but uh, there was a user submitted letter with recommendations. Like he was a little uh, disappointed with the lineup. Really, dear twenty ninety niners, I'm very disappointed with you, young men. Go to your writing rooms. You forgot everyone's favorite mutants, the X-Men, when you made 2099 comics. At least make a Wolverine 2099. He could have claws coming out. Me? He could have claws coming <laughs> out of his fingers instead of his arms. Beast 2099 could have three heads and be called the Great Beast. Oh my god. <laughs> Gambit could I mean, d- Gambit could use ninja stars instead of playing cards. Colossus can have can have only steel fists. Jubilee can make even bigger explosions, and Professor X <laughs> can be a younger and dress like a punk. The Name and address. Amazing letter. I, I kind of feel like that was the pitch meeting, too, because I feel like somebody was like, okay, so we're going to have this new martial arts Professor X. We're going to call him Zion. Oh, oh, so he's a telepath like Professor X. No, he's got an evil hand and a good hand, <laughs> and you're not sure which one he's going to use. And you're like, oh, that's uh, okay, that's a power now. All right. Yeah, like that might have been that kid pitching this book, and that's what's so weird because there's like in Spider Man twenty ninety nine, there's a Spider Man, right? But in X Men twenty ninety nine, there's no not even a callback to the old team. There's nobody who has similar powers. Like sure, I mean like Iceman and the Crystal Girl, like they all kind of emulate the powers, but there's but it's not like you know mockery is the greatest form of fat uh, flattery or, or something like that it's just there's a band band of mutants together who have powers just like the young blood team just like young cyber blood. force like anybody it's just a team wildcats how about which is funny and I, I wonder if this was done in a response to that but when i was reading it you get like in conversation about how there was you know the time of xavier and then after that, the time of Magnus. And then after that, the time of, I Zao. think, like a, what was it? I think it was Zhao. We meet Zhao on issue seven. And I, I reading it, I was like, oh, I wonder who those characters were. I, wouldn't, I don't remember any of that. I wonder if they ever brought them up. And then while I was reading, I was like, man, that would be a really cool X story if they like came back to that and brought in the, the third name as like a new character. But then the book ends, this trade, where they find out that Zhao the former leader of the X-Men is alive somehow and they go to his compound and he has another X-Men team there and they have powers that are similar to the original X-Men. It's much the right, team we to the wanted in the first place. 
And so you get this wrap-up story where you get the old leader of the X-Men with his genetically engineered original X-Men team fighting against the X-Men 2099. So I wonder how much of that was a fan service. Like, we got to throw these people a bone yeah. or something in the crapper. Yeah, ex- I think you nailed it. Like, we got to give these guys something. I completely mm-hmm. agree because it was like eight or nine issues in, so there's already rumblings, of, and they're, you're getting feedback from uh, the readers, So the, and they had to start doing something. I, I, I have to say I, I loved Ron Lim's art as a kid. His Spider-Man stuff, mm-hmm. his... I mean, if Ron Lim was drawing it, I wanted to read it. I was so attached mm-hmm. to his artwork back then. I don't know what it was, but it, it's funny reading it now because... Xian Chi Zan had these flashbacks. Uh, apparently, he had like a, a a seedy previous life where he wasn't the kind of Buddha that he is now, and he has this character that he sees in his memories. This guy with long hair, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" He keeps talking to Zian about how he's got secrets. And I was like, "What is this guy?" <laughs> and then later, the final issue, I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute, that's him younger." And I just didn't even realize it until the last issue. It's just the way Ron Lim drew it. I was like, who is this other Asian guy? And it's him. And I was like, gah. Right, yeah. It took a a bit to sink in for me. I thought it was, and I actually screenshotted it, but I forgot my iPad upstairs. It's issue seven that they finally plant the seed that Zion's got this Mm. younger personality speaking to him. Seven issues to plant the seed and it pays off an issue and a half later. So, I mean, it would have, like, in modern writing, like, if it were Hickman, there would have been a zero issue with this kind of woman touched on and then every three issues it would have thrown you a nugget and then 76 issues later it would have paid off. Yeah, Zion yeah. had this young personality, but in, in 1993 it's like, remember that thing? We're going to reference it at a panel so you remember it. It was two issues ago. Now you're all in trouble. <laughs> Which, to be honest, I kind of liked because, you know, this is a throwback. I like that everyone had to find a way to introduce themselves and their powers and their code their names name. all within one word bubble. <laughs> you can How sure run really fast, mean streak, you speedster. I mean, that it, it is the, the exact dialogue I would use when playing with my action figures. Like you, uh-huh. another guy comes over and you're like, "Hey, Wolverine, what's your day? You, what are you, what are you doing? I'm Gambit. I do this and that." It's like the exact dialogue that I would have used <laughs> with the action figures. New show writer, but, folks. But you're also you're you're reading a book about a new team about people you don't even know before. How many times has it been done before? Like, I mean, you could have. There's other ways to do it. I'm not saying this is the worst way ever, right. but I've just read it a trillion times. You could have done a box with Mean Streak. You know, powers, super speed, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Have them playing a baseball game in 2099. Oh, God. There that. was enough words for, for that to, I mean, it could have been played with any way. Because there, there, were, there were a lot of words in the books. But, the, but like, for the storylines alone and the characters and their roles in, on the team, I didn't, I kind of like the story. I mean, if you take it for what it is, 90, a 90s book. Uh, that's that f- we've already established has nothing to do with the X Men. I kind like th- I think my favorite issue was weird because it was issue three of a crossover with the other t- twenty ninety nine books, but it was almost like uh, all these 
mutants from New Mexico or Arizona end up in New York City or Nuevo, whatever. And uh, it was like Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, like (laughs) they're total fish out of water, but uh, they're like running through the streets and and, uh, like riding in cars. That's something they never got, got to do. I liked. I really liked it, and and that was part three. So I was very confused by it. The, I mean, the Ravage character. I just, I, I see no redeeming quality out of that twenty ninety nine character. He just looks like <laughs> if they made Beast from the Beauty and the Beast television series into a his own Marvel comic book. That's who that guy is. Man, that would be great, wouldn't it? And then Rob <laughs> well, it's Perlman already existed. could play you just the movie Ravage twenty ninety nine. Yeah, I like how. Um, I like how they always, it was always implicated that Bloodhawk was a member of the team, but he never was. Like, he wasn't in all the issues. I liked how he was just kind of like he his own. He was radical. He was a radical. He was total radical, yeah. How about him saying at the end of every issue, I can't stay with you, X-Men. I've yeah. got to go. <laughs> yes, and, and he's in like every issue. Every issue, he's leaving, and yet he's like, somehow pulled back in. I just was like, whatever, Red Sauron. Just go back to the Savage Lane. <laughs> I remember his action figure had like the cloth uh wing skin do you remember the action oh. figures for this that reminds me of the goliath from gargoyles figure you guys ever have that one uh no i had his the evil guy who had the goliath the, the gargoyle mm. suit xanatos <laughs> mm, my gosh gargoyles was amazing the, the action figures i remember having i had the I don't know what his name was, but he could like change into different kinds of metal. He could change into adamantium, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, that I mean, was cool. How cool of a power would that be? You just turn yourself into adamantium. Mm-hmm. But his action figure was different than what he looked like in the first six issues. Yeah, how I was about like, what he, happened to this guy? How about he was such he was so radically changed six issues into the book or seven issues. He was yeah. he was like permanently changed at that point. Maybe it was just like too out of hand to try to write. <laughs> I love that the character Metalhead, that would I become think. Skullfire uh, was named Tim, and they left him named Tim for like seven episodes. Yeah, yeah. Before giving him a code name. And how about mm-hmm. he goes like to like there are two panels of him being tortured by the vampire, and he is just totally radicalized after that. Like after the <laughs> uh, the one shot issue that doesn't have anything to do with the the X Men, he is like a cha- He's like living on the edge, Point Break style. He's completely different. The pr- and they the just preview drive that issue. Home. I- I think the preview of the end of issue six even has like a big stylized letters. You've known him as Tim. <laughs> now get to know him as Skullfire. It was some like incredible panel that would only happen in 1993. Like the perfect I lo- storm. I loved how he looked when he used his powers too. Like the green skeleton mm-hmm. outline. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Even as the 90s Matt I was in. How about me in. How about him not getting completely freaked out when his friend Serpentina wrapped her arm around his body? Oh, hang on. Let's talk about that relationship real quick before we wrap up here. He gets recruited by Serpentina. They've known each other for about 16 hours. And then he's like, I don't know. This is really weird without my friend Serpentina here that I've known for less than a day. But okay, I'll join your X-Men. Listen, Tim was on his own for so many years. Yeah. No one ever gave him the time of day, Jonesy. It was but just, Serpentina, who somehow can stretch her entire body and her tattoo remains the same clear tattoo on her arm. Maybe it's, it's loose molecular fabric tattoo ink. Mm-hmm. LMFTI. Un- you mean unstable molecules? What did I say? Loose, isn't that the same thing? Loose molecular fabric? And can we get a Reed Richards I don't know if that's real. in here? 
I don't know. I don't know what you would look up for that, honestly. I mean, if that's not a thing, I'm making it a thing, and that's going to launch my writing career right there. Loose molecular fabric. Zion character was just befuddled me because he was like the Buddha, but he also had like strange outbursts (laughs) and eventually allowed his evil younger self to take over to defeat the bad guy at the end. And he has long hair because his evil younger self had long hair. And now he has long hair. So that was real. Didn't you think for being such a messiah of mutant kind, he kind of tagged out really quick? He did. At the end of the book, he's like, you know what? I can't, you know what? You got it. Yeah. Right. He didn't try. He didn't even, he didn't even start building a cocoon around him. He wasn't even beaten. (laughs) Also, that was strange. He, he got shot with a gun and to heal himself, he had like a red cocoon Mm -hmm. and was reborn but really only his one hand was reborn. So It was so odd. What a weird... And you know how he explained it? Storyline. He goes, huh, I guess that's how my body heals. <laughs> that never been injured huh. before? Right. We've only raved in this club. I've never been shot, and we've never had combat <laughs> yet. <laughs> I only do Molly. I've never gotten right. shot, so... Uh, also, I was just taken aback by how yet another X-Men story where their leader is injured and they have to save him. Like like every other X-Men story ever, that's the plot. Mm-hmm. I concur. Letter sounder. No. Not he's on a tight schedule tonight. Yes, huh? he's you ready. got a hot date with Rocket League tonight? Uh, I've got, got a hot date with my suitcase, friend. Oh my God. Is, is, that what, out. is that what you call Jonesy it? Yeah, absolutely. Hard bail. Is hard bailing stop. out. Is your wife standing in front of you tapping her foot? Listen, Looking at the clock? Listen, is that what's happening? Can we, can we just wrap this up here? <laughs> we got your letters. I'm going to open them up. Farrington's going to read them to you. Letters at paperkeg.com. You shoot us a letter. We might read it on error. We have uh, one letter this week, uh, but what we lack in quantity, we're going to make up for in quality. <clears throat> and uh, there's going to be a fair amount of trolling to a particular host as I read this. Uh, hey, fellas. Last week, I requested that Slim play the classic Yeah Boy clip, but he couldn't find it. Well, I went back and found an old email where I had taken the time to re-listen to all the episodes leading up to 200 because Slim had mentioned a clip show could be possible. I have to promise. Well, fans, I've done the legwork. And we need, and all we need, is for our fearless leader to edit and produce it using the simplicity of the latest technology. (laughs) I will now take a moment to address the PK tech guru himself to give him a few words of encouragement. Hello, Jonesy. This, This guy. Joel John Nieto here. You know, I just wanted to take this moment to encourage you to make this happen. Not just for me, but for yourself. You see, Slim and Dale don't see what the hardcore Joni fans out here see when we look at you. It's getting pretty deep in here. Uh, The boys, Slim in particular, think you're inept and incapable of producing on the fly when in fact it's them who can't keep up with you. It's not your fault, Slim. Can't make serious plans for multiple families and schedules at the drop of a hat like you can. Or show your decisiveness when it comes to choosing future book clubs live and in the middle of recording other book clubs. (laughs) 
I don't know why I'm giving this guy such showmanship for a letter that's clearly aimed at my heart. Double barrel. It's pumped. Uh, what I'm saying is you can do this. This is the part where I take your soft, round face of my hands and center your eyes on mine like in the movies. Hey, look at me. You're not a piece of S. So stop saying that. You are the S. I believe in JLB. All around the world, I invite PK fans to stop what they're doing, put down the plow for a moment, pull the car over, pause the treadmill, and let's take a second to chant our leader's name. Give it a moment. Listen close, my friend. You can hear them outside. John Z. Jonas Z. John Z. Keep your head up, babe, and remember all three of you boys are loved by thousands. And that's uh, uh, from Joel Nieto. Uh, his Twitter handle, at Nieto underscore NMS. Uh, postscript, Dale, you're sometimes a little hard on yourself when it comes to reading letters. So to quote one of my students, words are hard. And we all know you do your best every day. So basically that was about 2,000 words uh, essentially uh, describing me as a huge piece of S. No, no you're not. And then, then the sign-off is, Dale, we all love you. You're just doing the best you can. That's not You know all. what? Uh, Joel, message received. <laughs> Boy, here we go. Blood feud. <laughs> blood hawk, blood feud blood stalkers. Hawk. Red Sauron is going to go crazy on you. Oh my gosh, that was the only letter this week, PKers. What a letter. What a letter to have. It's a grand letter. And he did, in fact, I remember getting it at episode 200. He did include episode numbers and times that we could pull clips from. Which, I mean, if you want to get super technical, it, it's, it is gold. Believe me, we're reading some of these. But is it our best of? You know, we're not choosing the material. Nieto actually went through and chose the material. But good material. It is good material. So, uh, you know, it's, and it's something. It's more than we would ever do. Man alive. You know, maybe in 2099, we'll have, we'll have a retrospective. Oh, my God. That's how long it would take to produce such a show. Yeah. Maybe my my kids are a little older. I can uh, just I start walking around the house with headphones on and a notepad, <laughs> jotting down. Mm-hmm. Maybe by that time, Jonesy will have been allowed to record another episode. Yeah, twenty ninety nine. Jonesy, not my shields are up. Comment. My shields he's, are up. He's he's doing the symbol to wrap it up. He's <laughs> pointing at his watch. Better wrap up that gavel, be. <laughs> Next week, big show planned. Really big show. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned. We're going to figure this out together as one. Mm -hmm. I won't have any suggestions, so I'm not uh, pigeonholed by a particular listener of the show. Oh I won't God. offer any suggestions. You know, I don't always can find the negativity in anything. It's like the, the dirty it's silver a sick, lining. It's a sickness. Yeah. A sickness. Don't they teach that positivity in that uh, class? Right? Redacted class. Redacted <laughs> class? Corporate schools? Find positivity?
slim enjoy it's gonna be tough to enjoy but i'm sure you'll get some enjoyment out of it have fun in san diego please for all of us thank you take lots of pictures you basically work like what 100 hours in four days something ridiculous like that be i think i have 20 events planned oh Oh, good that i need to prep for gracious yeah, for, for your friends and listeners, panels. have you started prepping? What's that? Have you started prepping for your friends back home? I have started prepping, yeah. He's contractually out. What are the uh, what are the chances that some of us get those uh, Comixology creator cards, a whole set of them? <sighs> boy, oh boy. That's I don't know if I can comment on something like that publicly. A, oh, yeah, you're right. Redacted, redacted, you know? redacted. Thank you. Let's just clip all this part out. Okay, ready? Fireside. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> live producing. <laughs> Those cards actually look really great. I can't wait to get my hands on them. They do. If I can be honest, a little critical. Not much critical. I just it's kind of it's a shame that some of these uh, creators just gave their PR picture out. But what are you going to do, right? I mean, what are you going to mm. do? I would probably do the same thing if I were in some sort of public eye. I would have one what picture. Photo, if, what photo would you give to the Comixology Creator All-Star mm. program, Wave 2, if you had to choose? Uh, I don't know, me holding my martini glass, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Tailmemes.tumblr.com, <laughs> tell your friends. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about that. Until tonight, uh, I'll probably get wrecked. I'll be having, I'll get feedback all night. I'll see it when I check my phone. Last one was posted two years ago. (laughs) Hold on, I'm going to uh, update to our Slack channel. Everyone go, if you're listening right now, load up dalememes.tumblr.com in your browser. The first one, uh, solve a murder, buy comics. I don't even know what that one means, but it's hilarious. Next one says, put it in my box. <laughs> this photo is amazing. That's what I get for trying to look. That's what I get for trying to make it. The next one is about the, the Wii having backward compatibility. <laughs> oh, the next one's about little people. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's one about I'm not humping every night three years ago. <laughs> Oh, that's that's from the flap, that's for sure. I hate doing it standing up. <laughs> Martini glass. Might have to tweet this out tonight. <laughs> the resurrection. <laughs> it needs to be made alive once more. <laughs> oh, and I forgot that I posted the make your own one. Great, so that it lives on forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in the zeitgeist so now. Let's take it from your faltering hand. <laughs> I hate doing it standing up. It's I can't do it. So, how about this Limetown podcast? You listen to that yet? What is it? What's it about? Who's in it? It's like cereal. But, oh, okay. Uh, I've heard about, about it. About a town called Limetown where the townspeople go missing and it's about this girl who's investigative journalist who tries to get to the bottom of it. Does she go missing? You have to listen to find out. 
Oh man, I'm gonna subscribe right now. I started listening to it last weekend, and then I listened to the last like four episodes today. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that good, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow, real good. Lime Town, real good, babe. All right. Who produces it, or is it a amateur? It's. I have no idea, actually. I don't know any details about who makes it. I uh, got this recommendation from a friend of mine, Ming Doyle. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, boy. That's funny because I just was thinking in my head, like, if you were talking to your friend Ming Doyle about a recommendation I gave you, you wouldn't even give her my name. You would just be like, my friend told me about it. That's so funny. I would have referred to you as my friend from dalememes.tumblr.com. <laughs> right. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, I love that page. Hasn't oh been God. updated in a while, Is though. he real? Is that guy real? He's, he says he hates doing it standing up. Why would he tell people that? What does that even mean? Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> so, you know. Sure. Yeah, well, you know. That's my life. Right, right yeah. Ming knows best. That's what they say. <laughs> I mean, I hear Slim say all the time. I mean, Ming, Ming. I'm sure Ming is a wonderful person. I'm just, uh, you know, Garth Brooks in right now. Billy yeah. Ray Cyrus in right now. Yeah. Could have been me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how often, like how many times a month would you say you and Ming hang out? Like at least three to four? Bonchon. Yeah, we've only, to be fair, oh God, Bonchon. I'm trying to get some Bonchon in my body tomorrow. What? Yeah. I'm going back into the office. To force myself onto some banchan. Should have been Dale standing next to you. 